0: welcome up landers to the fifth episode of the upland property experts podcast i am too stupid to win and as always joining me is thank me later how you doing tonight
1: living the dream man living the dream how you doing
0: i'm doing very well i'm surprised we got a busy show for everybody today um While we were putting it together, I'm like, there's not going to be much to talk about. And all of a sudden, a lot of activity over the last couple of days makes for an exciting show. Uh, I'll be really ready to get into it. Before we get into it, if anybody is finding this podcast and you haven't played Upland.me, why don't you tell us what Upland is really quick there. Thank me later.
1: Yeah, so Upland is an NFT property trading game. Uh, that's kind of the core foundation of where it's at now. You buy, sell, trade uh, properties. The cool thing is it's all blockchain. It's all based on real-world addresses. Right now it's uh, San Francisco uh, with a couple of parcels in JFK, which we'll talk about. Uh, and it'll be quickly expanding out to New York uh, and then uh, globally, hopefully. So uh, very exciting. If you're getting in now, it's in the open beta. Uh, You can get it on the App Store, Android Store, web. Uh, It's very accessible. And uh, you're getting it on the ground floor. So, welcome.
0: I do like it. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on your tablet. Or you can play it on your desktop. Not a lot of apps do that for you.
1: Yeah. Seamless. It's absolutely seamless.
0: And... The disclosure, though, is Upland is not responsible for the content of this podcast. The thoughts and opinions expressed here are mine and Thank Me Later's. We are not employed by Upland or affiliation with Upland other than Thank Me Later's affiliation with the Upland Contributors Network. We're just two players passionate about this game and the community. And if you're not on Discord... It is on the Upland website to get to the Discord. And from there, you'll be able to get to the fan server where we have all the neighborhoods broke down for you. Uh, Speaking of neighborhoods, I was rather surprised about Civic Center. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk to the people about some stats. Uh, Currently, there are 8,406 token holders in Upland. Uh, and the activity on the game here lately in the last seven days upland has had 2.3 thousand active members on it and in the last oh i'm sorry 2.3 active members in the last 24 hours our seven day total is at 5.8 thousand active members so we're growing that's about the same numbers from last week but still we're growing as uh Visitors come in and visitors leave, but we're seeing more and more people join the Discord server and joining the community, which is great. Uh, now, we do have the leaderboards. You want to kick us off with uh, some of the leaderboard stats?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I'm a big numbers guy, and got to give a big shout-out. Uh, weekly numbers here brought to uh, you by our boy uh, Pickle MG. Uh, MG check him out on uh Discord. Uh he's great with this kind of stuff.
0: And you so, can follow me at Twitter yeah. at, at Upland Data. And they also have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Upland Data. That's
1: right. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Upland Data, Twitter and YouTube. Super cool the videos. It's really fun um to see, you know, what they're putting together. So obviously one stat that's near and dear to my heart, number of properties, uh Sitting at uh, just over thirteen hundred, but uh, I think a couple dozen more today, so I'm, I'm approaching fourteen hundred today. Uh, we got uh, Dava sitting. Wow, Brett Brett dropped below eight hundred, which is he usually tries to stay around eight hundred.
0: Yeah, little uh, no one. Must have had a couple good sales going on.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and there's that challenge, so. I'm sure he's uh pricing some properties to move, try and get the uh there's an active challenge for the next couple of days on uh Up next, uh for property sales. So he usually does pretty well on that. He's got a, a good cycle of uh properties in and out. Uh so he usually does pretty good on those. Uh, still no one uh broaching the, the thousand. Uh so I'll keep that uh, ten thousand uh bounty up there for the for the next person to get a thousand properties or more.
0: I thought it was a hundred thousand. Uh,
1: was it a hundred thousand? My goodness! Yeah. Okay. Fine. Hundred thousand. Sure. Hundred thousand. Why not? Hundred thousand up with If you are the next person to breach a thousand uh, properties.
0: And the interesting uh, thing about yeah. the properties before we move further into the numbers is currently there are forty six thousand two hundred and eighty properties minted in Upland right now, and there is a hundred and two thousand six hundred and eighty four unminted properties. So about 33% of San Francisco sold give or take. So there's a lot of property still out there and there's 10,473 yeah. pieces of property on sale by other uplanders right now.
1: Yeah. So a huge market. Uh, I know that, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, people are worried about uh, what opening another city is going to do. Um, you know, I mean, we are only a third sold out in San Francisco uh, so we'll probably touch a little bit more on kind of how we see that playing out uh, with the opening of a new city, and how do you sustain uh, the value inside of San Francisco? Uh, Net Worth, nice to meet you. Um, is is kind of taking the lead now, at least on these numbers. Although I have to actually check in games, but slightly different now. Um, I know his brother, and uh, you got what's his brother's name?
0: Sunkiss Green.
1: Sun, Sunkissed Green um, joined and uh, made some major purchases um, and they, you know, had the, the referral bonus. So that, that helped pick up uh, very nicely for him, dropping uh, some really big numbers. And I think Sunkiss actually is now in like the top 20 um, most <laughs> valuable. He's really going to break uh, 10 million uh, if he's not already. And then you got uh, Dizzy, myself, Kent, uh, and crazy. Too stupid, you're you're right there with us though. You're in like the top five of most of these. Except for uh Area, which is next. So shout out Area. I'm holding strong, I'll be honest. Eighty thousand, uh, up squares. Wasn't necessarily a title I was going for. Um Kent was like the original um kind of up squared owner. He had most of the big properties. And then there was a couple releases of uh, some very large properties, which Z Hidalgo grabbed a lot of them. It was very generous. Gave me a heads up. um, And I know that there was a land battle for that. Uh, He has warned me. He is coming for my throne. I was going to say Z
0: Hidalgo said, I'm coming for it. I want the crown of (laughs) largest area.
1: Yeah, which hey, I'm I'm happy to uh to you know kind of step aside. I want to get to a hundred thousand up squares in uh, San Francisco. That's my personal goal. Um, but Z Hidalgo, if you want to come take it, please uh, let's let's go. Uh, I can't wait for it. So and, and again, I think it's important you know to understand diversifying our portfolio, uh, which we can talk about a little bit later, and understanding like. Number there's no one thing that is the best. Number of properties you can buy a bunch of small properties. And actually, we have a poll about this or large single properties. Um, and there's benefits uh, and and uh, downsides to both. So yeah, that's the that's the numbers I want to talk about. Any other numbers you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I do want to thank everybody that tunes in to each and every episode. Really appreciate that. Uh, We did surpass 300 total listens this week. Uh, That's pretty good for being two guys that have never really done podcasting before. So thank you guys for continuously tuning in. Uh, Guess what the top city that listens to us is?
1: It'd be sweet if it was San Francisco. That'd be pretty cool.
0: It would be, but it's not San Francisco. (laughs) Okay. It is what city? It is Isahara. I probably said it wrong. Ishihara, uh, Japan.
1: Ishihara. Ishihara. Ishihara yeah. Is, Ishihara. I think is how it's pronounced.
0: I think you're right. I
1: don't know. One of our one of our Ishihara, Japan listeners probably have to tell us, but yeah.
0: I did ask for how to pronounce it, and I still probably botched it. But yes, so thank you guys right. <laughs> over there thank in Japan you. for for being our top city listener. Uh, top five countries that listen to us: United States, Germany, United Kingdom, uh, Canada, and Australia. Australia and Japan are actually tied for fifth place, uh, but we're still That's seeing cool. uh, we're still seeing the bottom half of our top fifteen countries change around. It's it's awesome that. Upland is worldwide and it's awesome that the UPS podcast is worldwide. So thank you guys for that. Uh that pretty oh, much pretty much covers our stats, our stat update.
1: All right. Well let's jump into yeah, there's so much. There's so much surprising amount of content this week that has just come out. What uh what do you got next for us?
0: Uh we did touch on it a little bit. Uh nice to meet you. Had his brother, Sunkist Green, join. So all of a sudden, he joins. They get their upex bonus, and they figured out just how much they could afford each way. And all of a sudden, Sunkist Green jumps in and buys three out of the four Embocardero centers. And Noyce buys the fourth one. Um, So they jumped right in there in the financial district. So they weren't playing around.
1: Wow! Yeah, so financially, I mean, that those are not cheap properties.
0: About two point five million upex apiece. We ran the numbers. We kind of talked about it on the numbers edition, where it was just about nine point nine million upex to purchase them all. So he got three of the four. So that was the big, the big shocker to start the week. Uh, Alcatraz came out. We had an offender go to Alcatraz.
1: Well, to be fair, Alcatraz has been out. Now they they were talking about doing some reform, which I don't think they did. But we did have another round of offenders. Although, from what I can tell, it's essentially one offender. Um, it looks like the main would be Hendricks, and there's it nine and nine in all um, were sent to Alcatraz this week, um, and I know. Some people, like, I'm going to get serious here for a second. Some people take this as a joke, like, oh, hey, oh, they get the cool little J thing, and they're on their own private island. This is not a joke. Like, this is somebody who's taking advantage of the system, who's breaking terms and conditions of the game, who's trying to manipulate to gain the advantage, and that hurts the economy. So if you are an investor, if you are someone that's playing this game, who's invested it at all, like you should be outraged by these players. And we do have a lot of people that are very good about, you know, finding these accounts that are, that are essentially multi account creating and then transferring the assets. So you can see they have, you know, multiple collections and they've collected those bonuses and then they consolidate down to a single account. Like that is account abuse and is, is something that really infuriates me is, is, and I know there's a lot of us, I would say the majority of us are single account abiders and we follow the the terms and conditions very strictly um you know i posted in uh, the fan discord we have a wall of shame um you know i'm gonna make sure people know because it's a temporary ban right now you just go and i mean i don't actually you just can't travel off the island and there's some other things but like i won't do business with these players like i will check if i'm doing business or coordinating events or anything like that like these are players I'm not necessarily looking to do any interactions with at that point because I just go, look, you were a bad actor. You came in in bad faith. You tried to take advantage of the system. And, you know, that's not fair to the rest of the people who are playing legitimately.
0: Yeah. And as you said, there's some people that really get into it and they'll jump into the blockchain and figure stuff out. And they'll go ahead and be able to link the accounts pretty quickly, either with using visits or or with just their own good gut intuition and suspicion. So yeah, just don't go ahead and make multiple accounts. You're just hurting everybody else in the game and really, at the small level that you're doing it, you're not really gaining that much of a benefit to it.
1: Yeah, and the upland team credit to them. I mean, they're pretty quick. I mean this this person has what nine accounts and yeah, it's like 50,000 upex. but go win a treasure hunt. You could win 100,000 outfits in a treasure hunt. You know, like, you don't need to cheat to try it. Like, it's not going to give you that much of an advantage. You know, just, it's, you know, it just probably kind of worries the community.
0: And yeah. like,
1: we do have some really sleuthy people that know blockchain way better than me. Uh, <laughs> they will find you.
0: I mean, as always, look at Green Turtle. Five bucks. <laughs> A million up X. you don't have to make multiple accounts, just put in the work. It's not one of the games where you grind it out, but you can put in work. Um,
1: well, and the other, the other thing you could do is, and you know, this probably isn't as widely known or done, but like, I'll give a shout out to my boy artifact. Uh, you know, he's an out of work computer programmer. Uh, you know, he started his visitor account and um, he was actually just saying, Hey, you know, looking to be part of the community. And he helped the the fan server. He built some uh, animated emojis and stuff for me. And we were like, okay, cool. Well, I we can pay you in UpX. We had a, a visitor raid on his property uh, today, which was super cool uh, and got him to Uplander. And I'll continue to buy his properties and help him out because he's creating content and being active parts of the community. So there's a lot of things you can do if you're an active part of the community to get up backs, to to get favorable trade, I, I, and I'm not the only one by far that will give, especially starting out players a good deal on the first property or two, especially if they're a contributing member to the community.
0: Yeah. And that's, what's great about the community. There's a lot of us that help out the initial players trying to get that uplander status, as long as they're active and, they're helping people out and just very sociable. Um, so nice job on the artifact. If you have not seen these emojis, these animated emojis he's made, go check out the fan server. They're great. So, And then also visit the property, even though he has uplander status. Let's help him out a little more.
1: Yeah, I know. You're going to put me on the spot, and I don't have it queued up to know what his, uh, what his property was. I want to say it's like two, two, one, four Noriega. I guess that's
0: what it was. Let's see here.
1: Two, two, one, four Noriega street.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you were spot go on check with that. Out.
1: Yeah. Give him a visit. It's cool. It helps the community. He's a good member. Um, and, uh, yeah, come in, be, commun- you know, come talk to us and, you know, who knows, maybe we'll raid one of your properties.
0: There you go. Uh, one of the exciting things that everybody built up for today was the release of Terminal 2 at the JFK Airport in New York City. Uh,
1: uh, yes, Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was the thing people were hyped
0: about. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were uh, very speculating. Uh, if you were watching the Discord feed, everybody was, oh, here comes DB Cooper. Ooh, they're, <laughs> they're, oh, the koala's going the wrong way. Oh, um... I forget, uh, Kent's, Kent's trails covering it and nobody was buying, you know, the first, the first wow. terminal came out and everybody was there. Everybody was trying to get a piece. I missed out on the first one cause I'm too stupid to win. So I did some stupid stuff. So I, <laughs> so I missed out on the first, uh, first set on terminal three when they released in San Francisco, but then I got in on terminal one when that was released, but you know, terminal three, terminal one, once we got to, like, Terminal 2, it kind of slowed down. There was a great Easter egg event for the JFK awarded property that Dizzy won. But even JFK didn't sell out that quickly. It did just fill up over the last uh, last week. It filled up. We talked about that. Um, but there was a lot of hype on the second terminal. And Nichiren, or Nishiran was the only one that bought a property. But nice job there of snagging uh, number one. Property yeah. on terminal two. So, you guys might have some trade deals going on in the future.
1: <laughs> it was a good snake. So, yeah, I think it's a couple things. Like, first, it was like, what, 24, 48 hour notice, maybe? Like, there was a tweet, like, hey, by the way, like, just out of nowhere the other day, I think it was a day or two ago, uh, like, before it opened, hey, we're going to open up another terminal. And it's like, wait, what? And then like a lot of people didn't even know anything about terminals. There's still not a lot of information about how they'll work, what the economics are. Um, a lot of the players that are in now, especially the bigger ones, you know, they they weren't around for the original hype. So I think it's hard for them to get excited. And there was a lot of excitement, but people didn't realize. They're like, oh, cool. I can't wait to get a terminal. And they're thinking like, oh, Kitty Island, they were what? I don't know Not that expensive, a couple hundred thousand. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, 1.4 million?
0: (laughs) There there was some sticker shock today. Some people got (laughs) over there. They're like, yeah, I'm going to give me a terminal. And they're like, wait. And then they just didn't understand. And especially with the UPX sends, your visitor fees are 20 to 100 UPX. But in the future, that's going to change and you're going to be limited. Just because you have one terminal, it's going to be based off of the size of your upex of how many people can leave your terminal per day. Someone like you who has multiple terminals, you know, that benefits you because you still have that opportunity once people start maxing out their visitor sends.
1: Yeah. So I think that there was, there's definitely a lot of confusion on airport terminals, the role they'll play and the future profitability. so for me, you know, I'll say this. Yes, the up squares is directly related. So the size will directly relate to the number of visitors you're allowed to have, presumably on a daily basis. They haven't released any of those numbers and what they're going to look like. Uh, but that answers a question, well, wouldn't the person just always go to the cheapest? Well, in theory, if you're the cheapest, they'll sell out first. Um, but then depending on the volume, um, you know, people will travel other um, to to other terminals uh, based on availability. So um, that'll be interesting. Um, and then the other thing is, like like you said, twenty to one hundred FX is the normal fee for travel, but likely the airport fee will be um, probably higher. I think it would be a hundred minimum, honestly. Once it, once the actual air travel is implemented and the limited number of travels, um, but the other thing is. The airports are, for me, I bought the airports to diversify the portfolio. So, um, and you're going to see this coming out with like the businesses as well. Right now, you're primarily looking at two sources of income, interest and flipping. So, either you have properties with large uh, multipliers, so your 2X plus properties where you're trying to maximize your interest per month or you're collecting properties and flipping them for a profit. The thing is, it's already been announced that over time, interest will fluctuate and likely be decreased. Um, it's it's pretty high right now to help uh, encourage simulation of the economy. But the idea would be that other forms of uh, money gain uh, will be leveraged as opposed to interest. And for me, I go, well, that's a key place for a traveling game would be something like an airport. So having those move fees incorporated is essentially a way to counteract the lowering um, of interest. Once there's more people, more travel, I think it'll be more fees, which will then essentially boost the, my portfolio uh, where the interest will start to fall off. So it, it's a definitely it's a different kind of investment. You have to think about it slightly different than you do some of the other stuff. It's not really part of a major collection at this point.
0: You can put it in the newbie collection. A lot of people I saw were also complaining that it wouldn't be in a collection. So you do get a little bump there, but as you're, <laughs> yeah. as you're saying, yeah. you do want to diversify. Um,
1: yeah. So, so, and again, though, it's not, uh, it wouldn't be my priority one, especially now that SFO sold out. Like it's not my first priority on right. what I would buy. But once you kind of max out, like, If you already have financial district, yeah, pick up an airport. It's a good uh, diversity.
0: And and JFK, you're not missing out. JFK has a lot of terminals there, and everybody's worried about how fast the terminals will be opened up, but that's not really a concern. Once again, the development team's primary objective is maintaining the economy and keeping it stable, so they're not going to flood the market with properties. And even if you do have a bunch of terminals open, it's all right. It's not going to affect anything because there's going to be a day in upland when they're going to launch multiple cities at one time and you're going to need the ability to fly there. So it will happen and they will be a good investment down the road. You just might not see the impact of the benefit right now, but in the future, absolutely.
1: Yeah, definitely a long-term play. Oh, also at a benefit, which is why I have, I'm going to try and get one in every city quote unquote free travel so not only is it the fee but if you have um, a terminal it's it doesn't cost you a move so if you think about it if i wanted to go from san francisco to new york to back so say i want to pick up an unminted property and then come back for treasure hunting it would take three moves if i didn't own um, a property if i didn't own a terminal so that's the other like that's a really <laughs> expensive, uh, free trip, but it's not, uh, it's not something to necessarily, you know, just not forget. Cause that'll, that'll save you a lot of, of visits and will give you a lot more flexibility in your gameplay, uh, moving forward.
0: And on the whole diversifying your revenue streams, just a fun fact, millionaires usually have seven different sources of income streams. So, if you want to be a millionaire, start working on your income streams. Did you make that up? No, I didn't make that up. I read that. You reading Forbes again? I've read a, uh, I've read a couple of things, and that showed up a couple of times in a couple different articles through uh, either on Medium or in some magazines or in some business books. So, yeah, just you need to keep working on your uh, revenue streams. Interesting. Upland could be one of them. We'll get to that on the fight out, fired out part of this podcast but yes revenue streams uh something that was teased earlier this week the city hall tease that was absolutely <laughs> sick i was like "Ah," and i jumped right to it that was the bigger tease was they didn't put it in the game yet they sent it out on a tweet but yeah but it wasn't in the game
1: yeah. And I mean, that's fine. Cause it was just a, a sample model too. Like, I don't think that that's the final model though. The model team is phenomenal. They get some amazing artists on staff. So i um, looking forward to the final model.
0: Closer. We're getting so, yeah, to, so, to property yeah, development. Yeah.
1: Property development, city hall. So what are your thoughts?
0: Um, Property development, I'm loving. Now, the interesting part of that tweet set up off, set a firestorm off on the Civic Center run. The Civic Center neighborhood all of a sudden became a hot upcoming neighborhood because of that tweet, which I do find kind of weird. Once the roadmap came out and talked about property development, I went to go look and check out some properties. I'm like, I'm buying by City Hall. Well, noise picked up the $7 million property you and Hodler and Kenny picked up the North and South properties. And I do have bank. I do have properties just off the main strip, but I'm not right next to city hall. Like you guys grabbed. So, but that was kind of it on yeah. the property development. The rest of the civic center kind of stayed kind of dead. And then that came out. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it simmered. It was, there was a simmering for sure. I mean, um, like for instance, the, the bill billy graham uh civic auditorium auditorium and some of the other bigger ones that were like one or two away were out for a little bit um but they sold up pretty quick and then yeah we had we actually had created um a, a channel for it in uh the fan server like probably three hours before the announcement just done happening somebody somebody's like hey uh, actually, it was uh, Ronald T. Rump was like, hey, you know, I, I want to start building here. I bought this little bar. I'm going to start advertising. I was like, yeah, cool. I'm surprised no one's picked it up. Go for it. Um, so made the channel. And yeah, that announcement. My goodness. Like if you had forgotten that, yeah, City Hall is going to be the first property built. And it's going to be where you have to go to get your licenses and to get your stuff. It's going to be a very high-traffic area.
0: Good place to open up businesses because people are going to be there anyway so they can stop in and do some banking, hang out at the arcade, hang out at the cafe, have a little chat, meet new business partners, a lot of opportunities there.
1: Yeah, for sure. And now I'm checking just to make sure. So I had posted in Discord, uh, on the official Discord, I had asked the, the founders and the team, um, I'm curious. So when they build this property, it will be the only property uh, that I'm aware of that will be owned by essentially somebody, who, a non-Uplander. I, I don't know who the property, how it will be minted or what it, how it will actually work. But then are you, are you able to travel to that property? Do you have to travel to one of the neighboring properties um, to, to activate it? So if you were around for the 4th of July event, you know that you have to be within a proximity interact with uh, any of the features on a property um so it'll be curious you know if it is how much do they charge to go there does it consume a move um because all of that's going to affect the, the development um, as well
0: so yeah a lot of stuff moving around there and it's going to be pretty awesome once the property development and the business licenses are released. So that's something we really look forward to a lot of speculation and all we have is the roadmap to go off of.
1: Yep. Well, and if you want, I think, let me just double check. I'm going to give you a live update. Although depending on when you listen to this podcast, nothing can be guaranteed. There is still at least seven or eight. Maybe, maybe more, maybe a dozen properties left in the Civic Center. Again, I expect it will be built out. I'm definitely planning on building several properties there. Um, I'm sure Hodler has a couple big pieces. Uh, Turbo has, uh, some as well. Turbo actually has two beautiful inaugurals. Um, huge lots, uh, good size lot sizes over a hundred up, x, uh, squares. Um, so yeah. Oh, wait, you have. You have a uh, one eighty redwood. Oh, dang, that's a nice lot. That HR block. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good spot.
0: Yeah, that came from when I was speculating of just buying up all the properties that house banks in upland, so I could mm. capitalize. But then it said it doesn't have businesses, won't have ties to the real world. So yeah. I-
1: I keep that in mind. Businesses, they don't. You can buy a parking lot and build a mall. I think it was they build the mall in the parking lot and then build
0: the, the parking lot of the mall. Yeah. I was, I, I was talking to Kaiser 12 about that. And he said, I just bought a big parking lot. It's got a mall next to it. I said, why don't you make that a mall? He said, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sad thing is, is I don't have much in the Civic Center area. I kind of tapped out my resources. I'll get over it, though. Just
1: just at least have a couple. You want to be able to get the collection bonus?
0: Oh, I do. I got a couple on Market Street all the way down in the corner. So I got three in the area. I'll be okay. Uh, another big thing this week was 200 Folsom Street was released for the ability to be purchased. That's in the financial district. It's kind of looks like a wu tang symbol sort of kind of um, but that's a 4 million upex property for sale it gives you 1300 or i mean 138,383 upex per month on interest once you put it in your financial district property it's an odd shape a large shape property and if you're a wu tang clan fan member you should go grab that property
1: yeah No, I think there's Wu Tang clans everywhere. So I wouldn't count them out yet. They're probably just waiting for the perfect moment to strike. So definitely never count them
0: out. Got to protect your neck. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am excited about all the new content and all the new content creators out there. They might not be approved by the UCN, but there's a lot of people creating content, which is awesome for the community. I mean, you have Art, you know, you mentioned Artifact the turbo created a German site to help out all our German uplanders out there. Um,
1: yeah, the turbo.net, I believe. So if you're, if, although if you don't understand English, you're probably having a difficult time with this podcast, but if your native tongue is, uh, uh, Jewish, uh, then check it out. I think there's a couple other languages that he supports. So, um, huge kudos to him. And he's UCN. So, and again, whether you're, you're UCN or not, if you're creating content for Upland, let us know. Uh, we got some other ones. Um
0: yeah, um, yeah, Recurrier, put some stuff out. Nikki put some stuff out and you share put stuff out. Upland action news. Ooh, that Upland action news video was amazing.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Left house. Brilliant. And I'm not just saying that cause you know, I was one of his first guests and I got to share the stage with, uh, You know, co-founder Dirk and super cool. Um don't forget Gabby. Oh my boy Gabi, for sure. Like super like the way he does it. I mean he's actually like he has a record label, left so left house records, and he has a movie studio left house production. He's legit like so it's super cool that he's found upland and that he's participating. Um I I look forward to doing more collaborative work with him. Uh, brilliant. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about the representation of the turtle. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I, I look at it like the uh, the sloth from Utopia. You know, a little bit slower, drawn out. Um, so, that's fair.
0: Yeah. So, a lot of good content being created. Keep it up. It's awesome. We do appreciate it. And if you're not following us on Twitter, follow at UPX podcast, because I retreat, I retweet all the content creators and anything that you're putting out. So, and speaking of our,
1: well, and for a full list, go check out upland.guru. I keep a full list and link uh, to all their content as well. Uh, Kind of try and consolidate it and put it there.
0: Yeah. And speaking of the Twitter, we posted a poll. We talked about it on the special edition episode about would you you asked me would i rather have one 100k upx property or 10 10k Upex properties and then there was a discussion in the discord channel and you tagged us hey maybe that's our next poll we put the poll up on twitter so we got one day left until the voting closes currently we have 43 votes and where do you think we're sitting on that there thank me later
1: I mean, I, I like the I like multiple properties because I like the flip. That's really my favorite part of my portfolio is, is the smaller flips.
0: Yeah, right now it's fifty three point five percent to forty six point five percent in favor of the one one hundred k UPEX property. Now Wait,
1: the 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 single lot is beating the multiple lots. Yeah. Wow, that is actually
0: kind of shocking to me. I mean,
1: it's surprised how close it is actually.
0: And there was a lot of good discussion too. Some people are like, 10 properties make it easier for treasure hunt." That was Nikki saying that. Um, also, a valid some, point. That's
1: yeah, I like that.
0: Somebody said ten properties gives nine extra chances for visitors' fees. Ooh, that's a really valid point. Yeah, depending on where you set it too, but still.
1: I, I mean, mean, yeah, yeah. I guess if it's. Like nine altogether, like 10 altogether is less likely than like 10 spread out.
0: But it could have its advantages. Uh, Also, one property in the right collection brings more stable monthly income to calculate with. Um, Very true. Mr. Durkin, he said he's still having a problem deciding as they're both good. As previously stated, having 10 would help with treasure hunts and also easier to flip properties as stated on the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Durkin, for listening. But then if looking at an ROI and it was in a collection of greater than 2%, then he'd choose the one property.
1: Yeah. No, it's... Wow. It wasn't I'm an really, easy
0: question.
1: Yeah. No, and I think, you know, these are the things that I hope, you know, once you get into upline, you start to realize, like, it's not just a, you know, a flipping decision on how are you going to invest. You really want to strategize and go, okay well how am i investing what's my play style um and then how do i maximize it so uh, that's great discussion i I really appreciate everyone's participation on that and uh, quite honestly i'm shocked i would have actually thought it would have been way more heavily towards uh, multiple properties but good to know single properties uh, people value that which is smart and honestly for property development um, you're way more likely to have like a a bigger lot to be able to build a bigger property on. So there's also property development that you need to consider.
0: Yeah. And so that still one day left. So you can still get your boat boat in and flip it the other way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, likely by the time this is out, it'll, it'll probably be down to the final minute. So
0: probably, probably, uh, now, that was a lot of news of stuff that happened in Upland this week. Uh, one of the topics that we did want to discuss today was fiat out. There's been a lot of talk on Discord. Everybody wants to fiat it out, especially when you see the new players come in. They come into Telegram or they come into the Discord channel, and they want to know how they get their money back out. Like, first questions, not how do I play the game, but how do I get my money out? Now, the players that have been playing, their fear is a crash of the economy. Uh, one of the other points that was brought up was fake accounts trying to scam the system to get money out. Where do you want to dive into this one? Thank me later.
1: Well, first of all, can I just say that if your first thing is to join one of the community chats, and I'm sorry if this was you, but and it's how do I get my money out? It's frustrating. Like, you're not in it for the right reasons. Like, this isn't a cryptocurrency Like it's not a token. If you want to do that, go trade tokens. This is the game first. Yes, there is going to be a fiat out opportunity um, and there is going to be potential to make income off of it. But if you're coming in here strictly to make income, you're probably doing it for the wrong reason. Um, I am looking forward to uh, the fiat out, not because I plan on really selling anything out, um, especially not initially, But I think it will bring in an added level of confidence. I think that there's some players that are probably waiting to invest more until that's an option. And honestly, I think that they might buy off the market. So like um, once it's stood up, I think players will try and cash out. And potentially at the beginning, they might even cash out below the value. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out for that. So, you know, a 100,000 UPEX property might sell for, you know, $80 US, um, which would be, you know, a 20% 20 savings potentially. So um, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope everyone recognizes the values of their property and set it appropriately. But I think history has taught us, like, people get scared or people need, like, it just happens. Like, people just have other financial obligations or investment opportunities and they'll cash out. Um, at or below value of their property. So I think we'll see some snatching up there. Economy collapsing, I just don't see it. Um, I I honestly would be more worried about um, like New York and other cities opening up. That was my bigger fear uh, when we're talking about the economy collapsing. Because the thing is, fiat out isn't, you're not um, selling it back to the game. So if fiat out was, Mean selling it back to the game, I would be a lot more concerned. But it's not. You have to sell it to another player. So you can have these properties, but if they're not... If you don't sell them, if you don't uh, market them, if you don't have the connections if, or you don't have a valuable property, you're not going to be able to fiat out. So you have to actually you know, do some legwork, do some understanding of the game to actually be able to capitalize on fiat out. So I'm not worried about that.
0: And that's what people that that's their biggest fear and they forget that you need to have a buyer so who's buying you know and who's really wanting to go fee it out for a loss unless you're hard up for money at that point in time it's you got to have a buyer and you just can't have everybody cashing out and everybody's not cashing out the people that are cashing out right away putting everything up and just trying to get out they got in the game for the wrong reason i mean there's we're still yeah. in beta testing and Fiat out is part of the beta process. And it's going to be, you're going to find steals. So save some cash on the side to get these steals as people are trying to cash out, but it's not going to collapse the economy. It's not going to ruin the game because a lot of people aren't going to take that big of a loss. They might take a 10% loss, but they're not going to take a huge loss. It's, it's very interesting. No,
1: hopefully they profit. Like hopefully. And I mean, eventually it's, it's going to be a source of profit because I mean, the properties you're buying in San Francisco are going to be immensely valuable in the future.
0: The way I so. see it, you're buying the 2,500 UPEX, 3000 up the 5,000 up even the 10,000 up you're going to be able to flip them in a year or two for two to three times the amount of money and probably even feed out we're into a ground floor everybody needs to focus on the bigger picture just not what's going on this week next week next month think about six months and a year down the road and the way this development team has rolled things out this game is going to look completely different in six months and you're going to be so happy with all the san francisco properties you bought
1: oh yeah i mean honestly like i think in 18 months a five dollar san francisco property is going to be a steal which you figure that at this point, that's any property under 5,000 UPEC. The other thing you have to keep in mind is every day that we go by, there's a certain amount of interest players are earning, which then right now they're using to reinvest back into San Francisco. Um, so it will continue to, to snowball like that for a while. JFK and New York though, that that was originally my biggest concern collapsing an economy specifically the san francisco property uh or economy but i'll tell you the way that they're rolling it out with it being vanilla no collections no treasure hunts no major events no property development gives players like kind of cool like (laughs) i equate it to uh vanilla wow so if you weren't here i mean In 2019, if you weren't playing in 2019, which chances are you weren't because there was only a handful I wasn't even playing in 2019, um, you kind of get the experience, that new feeling. I think that there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, up expense in New York. I know a lot of players that are saving up or liquidating for New York. But at the end of the day, San Francisco is where property development is going to start. It's where communities are going to be built. Yes, New York's going to. New York has a strong following. It's going to be a really strong city as well. It's going to be city number two. Uh, so it will quickly follow with collections, treasure hunts, and property development. But not before San Francisco is, you know, developed and established. So eh, I, I'm happy with the way that they're doing that. So that eliminated my fear of the collapse from there. Plus, again, their number one priority is managing the economy. That is literally. Beyond creating gameplay that's fun and exciting, and you know, kind of captures your imagination, it's making sure the economy stays strong. So, and um, then, uh, yeah,
0: why we are waiting for fiat out? One of the concerns is that you're seeing is you're seeing these side deals going on where people are <laughs> selling properties for U.S. dollars or crypto, and it's not against the terms of conditions. What? It's not. Uh, it's- gray area it's it's, it's a gray area exactly (laughs) and yeah but if you're doing it be careful you know do do some verification make sure who you're talking to is who you're talking to have them give them give you an address go to that address you know don't just pay for pay for the exchange all up front do small transactions if you're selling three properties Send a little crypto over, get a property, send a little crypto over, get a property. I'm not telling you how to work the system, but you know, you gotta, you gotta protect your crypto or your properties. You don't want to end up being on the short end of a straw of a scam that somebody gave you this awesome deal. And if the deal is too good to be true, it's a scam, it's a scam. So you don't want to lose your property. Like, Hey, I gave this guy this real awesome mission street property and I didn't get my crypto. There's nothing yeah. Upland can do for you. So, so wait a couple months. It, it's yeah. going to P.S. happen. Yeah.
1: yeah, or get get a reliable third party. I mean, I, I know there's been a couple of people that have, have done some transactions that are, you know, kind of off off the chain of, you know, uh, fees, exchange outside the game floor properties. Get a trusted third party. Both parties give that trusted third party. Um, the assets, um, and then exchange it, something like that. Try and just limit yourself on the exposure. Uh, But honestly, kind of like, what's the best way to not get pregnant? Like, just abstinence, just don't do it. Right. I figure that because you you got a kid coming up, so you can appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This this wasn't a surprise. This one was planned, so. (laughs) Oh,
1: finally. One out of four ain't too bad, eh?
0: Number one was a surprise. The other three were were all planned. (laughs) One was like surprise. Oh, okay. Well, we're doing this all right.
1: (laughs) I'm like, well, why not spin that wheel a couple more times?
0: Yeah, but two girls, two boys. I'm very blessed, so I'm happy about (laughs) that. One of the yeah. What one of the other concerns on the fiat out was fake accounts, but I just don't understand how fake accounts will be able to take advantage of you getting money out of the game or the fake accounts. They can't just transfer the OPEX back and forth and then all of a sudden just cash out. You have to have somebody with physical cash buying something fit your NTF in the game. The well, NFT I mean, in the you, game. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you look like the, the earlier example we had that player, um, probably put very little, I mean, I don't know how much they put into the game, but they were able to claim multiple collections. They could buy, say, you know, 50,000 OpEx for a property, sell it for $75. And maybe they, you know, I, I think that there are ways that people will try and game it. I mean, it's, it's human nature and, um, hopefully the team catches it and, you know, punishes it, stops it. Um, and I think that they're, they're going to have a lot more of that in place, especially when, when outcomes.
0: And that's so. the reason I said I have a hard time understanding that because they catch these people with the multiple accounts transferring the bonuses around and buying the properties. So you can't create eight accounts, collect the bonuses, get a nice seventy-five k property, get it, and then turn around and sell it for seventy-five dollars and cash out, and you're good. They're going to catch it before it happens.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not making it out the out the door with those goods in in your purse. So don't try.
0: So I don't see that as a big concern and Fiat out. They just said it's going to happen sometime this year. Does it come before New York city or does it come after? Not really sure. Once again, not, I don't have any inside information, so it's going to happen. They got it all set up. They're licensed in 50 States. And it's not going to be as big as everybody thinks it's going to be right out of the gate. The economy is not going to crash. Everybody's not going to sell their properties because you got to have somebody buying them and everybody's not going to take a loss. So Fiat out. Is going to be exciting. And in the future, it's going to be really good. So keep building your San Francisco holdings. You'll be able to turn $5 properties into $20 properties without a thought. Yep. Now we did get a little later into the Q and a time on discord. Um, that was one of the questions, though, about they wanted answered was it out. We just happened to already be talking about it in this episode. Um, but one of the other questions comes from Lou Daddy, and he was just wanting to know our thoughts on New York before property development. I think one of the biggest misconceptions about New York, everybody thinks about New York City. New York City is comprised of five boroughs uh, Manhattan, the Bronx, Queens. I'm going to mess this up too. I'm going to miss one. Um, Either way, it's, so I'm just going to stop. It's easier that way. (laughs) And I don't have it pulled up. That was kind of impromptu, but it's comprised of five boroughs. They already said that it's going to be vanilla. They already said that it's going to be Manhattan. So it's going to be all of Manhattan. Manhattan's about 23 square miles San Francisco is about 27 square miles. So it's half the size of San Francisco. Yes, it's the most expensive part of New York. So that's the interesting part is what the pricing is going to be. How's it going to compare to San Francisco? But I'm not going to go crazy because it's vanilla. No property development, no treasure hunts, no collections. But there are some great properties out there if you do your research that you might want to snag. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's smart, um, because I think once, once, uh, property development comes out, it's going to be hard to pry people away from San Francisco. Um, and I think that you're going to put, that uh, puts too many cards against New York. Um, I think having New York come out in a vanilla state gives people that boost. It gives people that, oh, hey, a new city. Um, a lot of big New York fans. Um, so they'll go buy that up. And then I think releasing property development to kind of reshift the spotlight back to San Francisco is, I think it's the right play. Um, honestly, cause then you, then you still have continued excitement over people exploring New York, but then you can have people now doing property development, you know, and, and what's, you know, let's be honest, like if property development came out, I don't know that I would spend near, nearly as much on New York, but now that, you know, New York, I don't have anything to spend on property development. So probably drop a million, uh, up X, buying up some stuff in New York, maybe, maybe more, but, uh, and then I'll definitely be investing a lot in property development and people will go much for that. So
0: yeah, I think it's smart. Yeah, it is smart. And I'm not too concerned about New York before property development, even though I would like to see property development before New York and it's just Manhattan Because once you add the five boroughs together, it's some ridiculous amount of uh, square miles. I can't remember. Yeah. 300 or 200. And that's the other question. And they haven't come out and said that. Is it just going to be Manhattan and they're going to go international or are they going to open up more of the boroughs? And everybody, I think, still has a concept that they're just going to open up all five boroughs. It's just one. And they haven't announced where they're going after that.
1: Well. And do we even know if it's all of Manhattan?
0: It sounds like it.
1: Well, think about it, Like, when they launched SFO, right? All of the properties for SFO were there, but then they only allowed minting of certain, like, terminals. So I think what would be even more interesting is if they launch all of New York so you can see the properties, right? Or Manhattan specifically. So you can see the property. So you can click on see the details, do the street view. But in, like, there's still some in San Francisco, uh, like Telegraph Hill. Like an iconic that you can't purchase yet because it's not been unlocked. Whether it will ever be unlocked is a different discussion. But I would be interested to see if they do all of Manhattan and then just like release a couple blocks at a time. Um, I think that that would be even like a slower drip of, hey, you can now go explore Manhattan. Um, but then we're going to release these blocks this time, et cetera. So I don't, I don't think they've said that it's Manhattan. They said that, but I don't know that they necessarily said it's going to be all of Manhattan. Just like it wasn't all of JFK or all of SFO. They've been kind of doing these phased rollouts of properties. So.
0: Yeah. It will be interesting to see if they just release it or if it is a phase rollout. Um, Next question that we do have is from Kaiser 12. He wants to know, is Seacliff's a good buy for collections? I think we did cover that on our collections podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's sold out now. um, So it was definitely good if you could buy it unminted. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on if you own it or not, it is sold out now. So, um, it's more of a matter of do you think it's going to get a community collection bonus? Do you think it's going to increase drastically? I think most of the properties are already probably 2x over original minting, which means from a profitability perspective, you're way better off going with Knob Hill. Um picking up you can almost certainly pick up five properties at Knob Hill for cheaper than you could pick up a set of C Yeah. Um, and then you get it unminted and you'll get way better interest. But if you get some interest and in this you just have to find a good deal. Uh, a- I mean, as
0: you're saying, all the properties for sale about 2x of original minting price for a 2.15x bonus. And the bonus that you're getting of 8,000 UPEX for completing the collection, you can go to Knob Hill. They're still unminted in lower Knob Hill. You get a 6,000 UPEX bonus. Now, if you're just looking to get, if you're a collector trying to collect the collections, Yeah, go do it because somebody else is going to come into the game and you'll be able to flip it even greater than what you bought it for. But you might have to use Master's uh, Upland Realty Group to flip them.
1: Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Master over there getting the collections. He's got some good deals. I, I I like the work he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's, he's really facilitating some good deals. So, Kaiser, it just depends on what you want to do. If you're looking to buy and hold, probably not the best bet right now. Uh, but if you're looking to buy, get the collection because you like collecting collections and flip them as new players come in looking to do the same thing, excellent buy at the moment. If not, go look at Lower Knob Hill or save up for Financial District or save up for New York or Property Development. A lot of options out there. Yep. and recurrier wants to know how banks are going to work that is a great question and that's still a lot of speculation for us
1: yeah i wish I, I wish i knew i don't i have as much information as there is the community there'll be a certain number of licenses i'm going to go ahead and speculate because they've mentioned that it might be like neighborhood or district so a certain number like might only be able to have like one neighborhood bank or something I expect there'll be something with the financial district there's just too many things that I feel like there's they've been planning this for a while too for properties, it's a 2.35 or no it's not even I don't know what the the multiplier is but it's like a low 2 multiplier but your cost per up square is pretty high um, and All of the other reds, so both Iconic and um, Inaugurals, both have a red insignia marking them. Um, Maybe that's because they're spread out. They're not in one cluster. That could be a case. Uh, But again, like there's nothing like signifying them, but their price is very expensive and you have to have four. So I think there's going to be something special with that that area. Pure speculation, just based on kind of how things have been set up and the cost of that area. So I'm happy to own four properties in financial district.
0: Yeah, that's a good, good buy for all the potential there. And I think there's 108 neighborhoods in San Francisco. So that will be interesting to see if there's 108 bank licenses or maybe a little more because you have multiple competitive banks. So you don't have a monopoly in each one. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. I'm definitely interested in being a bank. Uh, that's why I made my speculations of buying up a bunch of banks that just made me, uh, buy a bunch of property, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, also we have, uh, Nichiren, Nich- I'll get your name right, but you Nichiren. did Nichiren. Nichiren. Yeah, but he did butcher yeah. my name in his video. So payback, baby, <laughs> payback. <laughs> um, He wants to know how arcades will work and he's looking for if there are multiple instances, do players at multiple places play against each other? I think that would be pretty cool. And he also wants to know about third-party developers um, to make these new games be onboarded. Um, Very good questions and I don't have any answers. I got speculations. I think it would be good for the game and it would be good for the community so you can compete against each other in these arcades, but are they going to be able to let third-party developers in? Or I would think, because Dirks even said it time and time again in his interviews, that at one point in time, they just want this economy to flourish and bringing in all this extra content, and they'll discover things in the game as we discover things in the game.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely going to happen. I think that'll happen sooner than people realize, too. I mean, we've seen the Crypto Kitty kind of crossover, uh, which I think was part of their initial NFT, just how do they blend it. Uh, we've seen the Wombat crossover now. Um, if you haven't checked out uh, the Wombat stuff, check them out. They're doing cool stuff. Uh, Bad Crypto, uh, their uh, card game, that they have an NFT card game on WAC um, that I know that they're looking to do some stuff with Upland. Um and obviously they're they've been a longtime supporter of Upland. So yeah. I definitely see third party support coming in. I see third party I mean, Dirk said uh pretty much straight out that there's going to be a community run event with bad crypto. And I would be thoroughly shocked and I really hope that they, they um do something with their card game too, because that is pretty cool. And I'm spacing on the name. Uh, what's their card game called? Too stupid.
0: He- something Heroes.
1: Oh, you're going me here.
0: <laughs> I lost it too. I lost it too. It was, it was, no, just join
1: blockchain, blockchain heroes. They literally just joined the Discord because um, they had their final countdown for some of their NFTs. That is super cool. Um, so definitely check out blockchain heroes. I expect we'll see some cross. Um, play there
0: as well hopefully to play. yeah excited for that oh one of the things i did forget about the content creators real cool website noise to meet you uh, uh this guy even told me how to pronounce his name too noise to meet you um three of them got together and they have their uh daily are horrible who
1: else <laughs> He's talking about, um, I don't know how to pronounce, he didn't tell me how to pronounce his name. He's got a really cool um, little dragon uh, em- emoji con um, by MXZTPLK. That's right. I don't know how to say his name. I don't know how to say his name though.
0: Oh, where is it? I have it. But, the, but the three of them got together and uh, they got together and put together DailyUpland.com. Uh, it's pretty nice database to use. Pretty easy thing to uh, to work to work with, and they're very receptive to feedback to help improve it for everybody. So that was more content being created. Um, let's see. Kaiser was wondering that New York City in a few weeks. Once again, it's only going to be Manhattan. Might be in pieces. A few weeks. They just said third quarter of 2020 which could be July, August, or September. I would think late August, early September.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Um, Nisha Rin wants to know, why are dogs smarter than cats? Has nothing to do with upland at the moment Till people get the pet breeding in the game. I'm a dog guy, so dogs are smarter than cats because dog backwards Whoa. is God.
1: I mean, that's one way I, I think it's the selective breeding and the fact that they were used for utility for a long time. Um, so they had to be smart, um, to function for say hunting or sheep herding. Now, granted, uh, some of these, no offense, uh, you know, new breeds, yeah, I've seen some pretty dumb labrugugals, let's be honest. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So the cats might be taking over eventually.
0: They might end up, uh, replacing the dogs but yeah right now dogs are smarter than cats i agree yeah yeah uh so that's all the questions that we have from discord one day we will do a live show so this will be a little better thank you everybody for participating in that sorry it took so long for us to get there don't forget to leave us uh comments follow us on twitter at upx podcast also rate the podcast Give us a write-up. Make sure you're subscribing so you know when we push out a new episode for you guys. Check out Upland Guru. I think that's all I got. You got anything else? Thank me later.
1: No. Until next time, I appreciate uh, everyone's continued support.
0: All right, everybody be good, and we'll talk to you guys soon.